Wait, I need like a, I need a, I need a, I need a fidget. Where's the marker? I don't even have a pen. I don't even have a nothing. Welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil. Did you hit the buttons? Or, yeah, the buttons. Sure. Divorce Devil or for 048. I can see it from my face. You can't see it. Oh, now I can see myself. That's what oh, she said. Man. Um, I have to admit something. Watch two episodes of the Divorce Court today. <laughs> Is that so you can do the topic? Oh man! Were you was, like laughing, be like, "Oh my god!" It gosh. was like Jerry Springer on steroids, man. It was awesome. I'm pretty sure when I was going to divorce, you like Jerry that. Springer, oh. those shows are just mindless shit because you don't want to think about anything. Divorce Court is mindless shit. <laughs> it's you sit there, it's like, wait, wow. is that Judge Wapner? No, no, it's that little cute little black girl who married uh, an R&B singer. Judge Faith. Faith something. Bless you. Dang. Judge Faith. COVID. Judge Faith. <laughs> COVID in the studio. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I got the David flu. Didn't you have the flu or some shit? The flu flu. The flu flu. Yeah. That came back after COVID, you know, got rid of it. Yeah. And now it's back. Anyway, no one, no we, won't, we won't discuss that. All right. So back to episode 048. Oh, no. We're talking about hurt, pain, and blame. They're like rhymes. Damn. Hurt, plain, the hurt lyricist. pain, and blame. It sounds like a, what is it, Millie Vanilli? Rain. Girl, you know it's true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Blame it on, on the, the hurt. hurt. <laughs> God, he doesn't know anything. I'm in love with two girls, girls, girls. Uh, <laughs> blame it on the Anyway, back to the podcast. Mother-in-law. Oh, God, don't start. Okay. So we don't to, get it. Hey, no angry, Rachel. D- d- divorce Devil 048. Pain, blame, and hurt. What's the difference between pain and hurt? So pain is like what causes the hurt. Like I think, right? I think hurt's more emotional. Yeah, exactly. Pain is more. I think pain's the initial like, oh my God, my heart broke. And then you process it. And then all of a sudden Then you just hurt. I am butt hurt. Oh yeah. What is butt hurt? Not that your butt hurts. That's butt hurt big. is like, <laughs> that's a lot of hurt. <laughs> Take it slow. <laughs> well, <laughs> slow. Slow. So when you have hurt and pain. Welcome to Divorce Devil. And blame. Okay. Okay. I, so where does it. Okay. So you. Okay, I, I, we just discussed this. So, like people so want to know divorced, from the beginning. Yeah. So you get divorced. All of a sudden you have pain. You know, you know, the pain of separation, the pain of, of uh, doing a new reality. The pain that it's, it's actually, uh, you know. A legit thing. This is actually happening. So it starts with pain, then it's blame, and then you're hurt because you got to blame the other person. I, I think the pain is different if you're the if you start the divorce yeah. or, or you accept mm-hmm. the divorce. The pain is different, yeah. especially if you get blindsided. Okay, so for your experience, you know, she asked for to divorce. You guys mm-hmm. were going to do it, and then you reconciled, and then you did it. So you have both ends of that or like you just were done you've had enough pain you've had enough hurt and so now you literally have you know experienced both of that now now it's the blame game like i you blame yourself too for going back right yes yes or you but most of the time what you do is you blame the other person and and i tell people blame the blame game doesn't matter Mm -mm. because nobody wins it doesn't matter whose blame it is. You need to move forward from there. Well, because once forward. you stop the blame, you can deal with the hurt. Yes. And it's always going to be painful because I think little pieces of that old life will come back and hit you. And like we said, triggers. Yep. So that pain 
if it's especially if it's new in your separation and your divorce, I would. Oh my gosh, this boy here. Okay, so if you don't have YouTube and you're only listening to us, he's doing peace selfies in the camera, just once, distracting the squirrel just girl once. who has the highlighter. Okay, yeah. So yeah, he's pretty much a teenager with the selfies. Okay, um, where was I now? I was, Pain and blame. Yeah. So you, when you're newly in it, there's going to be a lot of things that trigger. And that are painful. Like, okay, you know, the ho- especially if, like with ours, it started like with my when my kids were graduating um, college. So then it was, okay, we do 4th of July. Well, this is what we normally do. Well, now we're not doing that. Then my daughter went to college. My son graduated college and like he had a new life. So now it was the family has to go move the daughter in. Now all the things that you should have been doing together – you're not doing together. So each thing, each new life event, especially when you have kids, can bring up the painful event. And then either before it, like the anticipation of the event can be so hurtful. And like you you may not even be sad about having to do that with your ex. It's just, you know, we were supposed to do this as a family. So now it's hurt. I think the whole episode of, of you going to a new reality is painful. Yeah. Because you know more, you're all by yeah. yourself. Yeah. And you're trying to figure it out. Well, and you said too, like when you first started, like you didn't see the kids and all this other stuff. And there's a lot of pain with like, one of my things that was the most painful is I was living by myself. Cause like I said, I moved out and not having but you my, had a bachelorette pad, man. You're like yeah, jamming. I did, man. You're all by yourself. All yeah. By but it was, myself. and it was one, of, but it was one of those things where I was staying with my best friend's parents who were older. So it wasn't like I was going to bring friends over to my parents' house, you know, like it was, I had to go out and see my friends or I was Ain't like, I didn't wrong with a little bump and grind. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm okay. a song for everything. Hey, all right. Okay, so again, we are fully loaded with sugars in our hands. Oh. Uh, David treated today. He got some Dutch Bros. And- I, I jumped on it. So back to the pain, hurt, yeah. and blame. Mm-hmm. I I really think that blame is a wasted emotion. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um, you know, you go through all. <coughs> I got some cooties up in here. <coughs> Studio's got Man. some cooties. Go ahead. Yeah, right. Get myself together. I think he's choking on his own spit. I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> That's what happens when you do too many vain selfies over here. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh, choking. Can't get himself together. <laughs> what's this episode about? David choking to death. I'm just watching him choke to death. But I think, once again, I think that yeah. the hurt and pain is are necessary for you to heal. Yeah. You got to well, go through it. And I think a lot of your defense mechanisms when you're first going through is blame. I'm going to blame that person for every single thing that was wrong in our marriage. And again, it does take two. Yep. Generally, there is one person that, you know, falls That's- out of the marriage, meaning like you're not giving 100% effort. It doesn't, I mean, a lot of people that I know, you know, recently, especially because of COVID, when they were spending so much time with the person that they thought they didn't like anymore, and then they're like, oh, we're going to stick it out. Well, now we're quarantined. Now we have to stay together. I've heard of a lot of people who are just, that was brutal. they're like, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine being in like, you know, an abusive relationship or something like that. And then you having to, you, there was nowhere to go. So, a lot of people now have realized that when they go to work, they're happier because they're not with their spouse. And then having to be with their spouse all the time literally led to a lot of divorces. What about the couple who can't afford to get divorced? Exactly. They and can't, They can't afford to live apart. I they're mean, like stuck. I mean, stuck. we're in the wrong place because I know in like Philadelphia, when you go past the billboard, $99 divorce. 
<laughs> it was like a thing. But, you know, it's because of the the population too. Like you, they couldn't afford it. So like if you needed to do it, there are cheaper options and there are there is help for people too, especially women that are abandoned. Um, a lot of times, you know, I, I can't speak for the men's side, but you know, if the husband's a breadwinner and now all of a sudden he's gone with his mistress and doing his new life and whatever and not paying her, what are the options? So all of a sudden she's living in this great life and she, now she's collecting food stamps, food stamps. How, what? So there is help out there. Um, Google's a great thing. But again, if you're left with nothing, you don't have a computer. You not have a phone now. He may have taken your phone. So you, there's a, there's a lot of things that people don't realize when they're going through the first that are going to cause hurt. They're going to cause pain because, these aren't things you had to deal with in a marriage and, you know, filing your taxes different after your divorce. There's another like, you know, oh, what the hell? Like I used to make this money. Now I'm making, you know, $24,000 a year. And now what? Now, what are my options? Really help me with my pain. Yeah. The karma. Karma. <clears throat> but karma takes a minute. Yeah. But you got to be patient though. You got to be patient. You but sometimes you when you're at your wit's end, there's no patient. Like I am the most chill person. I can laugh. I can get along with this highlighter, right? But when I realized that my financial statement, like, literally wasn't what it was, what I thought it was, when my, you know, wasn't getting my son, when I was getting threatened to, you know, have my son taken away, like all this stuff that he was saying because of his hurt that I pulled the trigger, I had a, I had a nervous breakdown. Like, I literally had a panic attack. And like the ambulance came, the fire truck came. Like I've cute? never. Were they cute? I don't remember anybody. Dang, that sucks. <laughs> I don't remember anybody other than them saying like, because I kept saying he said he's going to take my son. He said he's going to take my son, and I'm like snotting and like hyperventilating. They're giving me like this bag to breathe in, and I see my girlfriend's parents next to me, my my ten year old standing in front of me, and then like I said. I kept saying, they're going to take me. He's going to take my son. He's going to take my son. And all these people were like, don't worry. We're just going to divorce now. We know where he lives. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> the fireman? Well, because I'm from the town. So everybody okay. knows us. You okay. know, like they knew us, you know. So we're in the same community. And I'm like, all right, well, let's not say that out loud because <laughs> I do not want to be a part of that because I'm already having, I'm already having a minute. So – I mean, well, like you said before, you got to hit rock bottom in order and to And that's back. really what, and I just had, I had just started um, seeing Lance and I was on the phone with him and my ex is texting me saying, you know, you're a bad mother. You left us and blah, blah, blah. blah. And he's like, you know, one day I'm just, he's just not going to be there and we're not going to be there. And I'm like, what the hell? But he was so hurt, hurt that I didn't want to be with him anymore. And it had been a while. But because I was, you know, putting my foot down and demanding some things because he kept demanding and demanding and demanding, I'm just like, I'm never going to be happy. I'm never allowed to be happy because I left. And that's one of the things when we talked about this topic, because generally you just throw a topic at me and I try to think about it. And then I'm well, like, I've been get good here. Lately. You have I've, been I've doing been great. Yeah. To, yeah. And so when you said the blame, a lot of mine was my blame. I blame myself for leaving. But until I was out of it, I didn't see, see, I needed to see the hurt I was causing my family not being happy or the hurt and pain I was causing my kids by showing them a bad relationship. So I feel like the, the proverbial light bulb went off. I'm like, I cannot allow my kids to see this is how a marriage works. The fighting, the bickering, the literally starting fights just to get a reaction because it was like, I need you to hear me and you're not hearing me. So I need to get loud. And I, I hate yelling. I hate fighting. It physically hurts me. And 
I was doing it. So I was hurting myself and trying to hurt him. So he knew how hurt I was. So it was like you said, this blame thing, just circling and circling. So at what point did you feel the hurt and pain subside? I, I keep saying, I said, I really, Lance really has helped me see that that's not how you love somebody. And I didn't know that this is how you love somebody. Like, I thought I loved him. But if the way I love Lance is how you love someone, I didn't love him. And and it was a different kind of love. I think it was an immature love. It was one of those where like, okay, you know, you get married, you get in a rut, you do this. I'm the wife. The, this, this, uh, yeah. The and a lot of times I was his wife because the town that we lived in, was they were very prominent in that town. Like everybody knew them. They know there were big staples in the community. And so I was like, then I was my kid's mom. And then I was the school nurse. And then I was, you know, the PTO president. And then it was like, I have a name. It's Rachel. And this so is how when it works. You, so when you got divorced, you had no identity. I had none. none. I had none. And I, you know, I, I've talked about this on previous ones going, I literally did not give a shit if what I was doing, where I was doing it, when I was doing it was wrong, right, indifferent. I didn't want your opinion because I didn't know what I liked. No fucks. And that's no fucks. I didn't forgive anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, you, like, who did you blame? At first, because, you know, when she asked you for it, because I think a lot of times when you're blindsided by it, you're like, oh, I'm a terrible husband yeah. or I'm a terrible wife. Like this person doesn't like me that much. They I want was a out. horrible dad. I was a horrible husband. I caused this. Everybody blame me. My kids blame me. Yeah, of course. Because, because you know, they, they, they entertained extreme hurt. So they lash out to everything. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I am, um, um, I, well, I think I told you that I, that I lost my man card. Yeah, but I got my man card back, and the hurt kind of went away. I was like, hey, yeah, hey, this ain't this well, ain't right. and the the hurt goes away a little bit too when you when someone else sees your value. Oh yeah, serial dating really helps. <laughs> I know, like a breakfast, lunch, and dinner day. Oh, yeah. That's a not a date day. <laughs> yes, I need to eat breakfast. Yes, I need to eat lunch, and yes, I need to eat dinner. Serial dating really helped your your but, ego. It's like, hey, somebody. Well, you know likes what's me. funny though too? Like I found like. I, I think I keep saying this. I wasn't dating. I was like visiting. Like, hey, sure, you want to go? I can talk to because I was alone a lot, and I'm not used to being that alone. That you got to hang out with people. Yeah, and yep. you know, most of the time it was a like girlfriend's going. Hey, we're a whole bunch of us are going out, and blah blah blah. Like the one time I did the like it was it was like the adventure date thing where everybody went to Denver. They were going like wine bar hopping. And so you just got on this bus thing. You everybody paid for the everybody was single, and it was fun. But I wasn't looking for a person. I was going to hang out with my girlfriends who were also single. It was one of the best bonding days with my girlfriends because we, you know, when wine happens, cries happen, yep. and you've met me, so cries happen without oh God, wine. Must so been, must have been like running river. And like if Crying those buses river. ran on tears, that we could get to like I don't know Norway. But now, yeah. now were any other girls be getting divorced? Yeah. Yeah. Well, two of them were getting divorced. One had already been divorced and then one was separated. So she's like, I'm not dating. I'm just going to be the DD. Well, she, I think she got the drunkest. <laughs> but there was, there, there was five of us, five of us. And then we met one of my girlfriend's friend in Denver, like, cause she's from like DTC area. And so, yeah, there were six of us eventually. And then a, a bunch of people, like it was one of those just you, pay for a ticket and you get on and whoever gets on gets on. And then we met like some other women that were doing the same thing. So I think there were men there at some point, but I think <laughs> we were looking for the opposite sex, 
but I think we girl bonded over our hurt. Gotcha. You know, so I, I, I keep going back to a lot of times when I was hurt, I'd call my girlfriends. And they're like, well, this is what's going to happen. And then you're going to do like, put your big girl panties on. And so that's another thing too. Yeah. Stops the pain that hurt the village. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the, uh, you know, your and village, my village your is pretty strong. Yeah. yeah. Well, a part of my village like left me because I was getting divorced because she was super like, you need to find God. But her whole well, marriage was on. They like, weren't part of your village. Though. And you know what? The Losing that taught me who was really there. And I've ta- I've discussed that before. My one girlfriend, she literally had gone through a divorce. And I kind of didn't really know that she did. But she kept saying like, you know, like I knew she had a husband. I didn't know the extent of like why they weren't together mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And, you know, just from that, she's like, I am not going to pressure you to talk to me about it. Because I'm the, I will shut down, hit rock bottom, like you said. And when I rise up, if you're there... I know you're my person. Like, you're my people. Like, this is where I am. Where my girlfriend, who was actually going through a bunch of shit with her husband, I was there for her every time. But she was the, I need you to be here physically. Where I'm the, I need you to step back a second. I need to take a breath, figure out what I'm doing. And then when I'm ready to talk to you about it, I hope you're there. But I would like message her and stuff. But she went, she basically told me that I needed God and that God doesn't see that I should get divorced and I need to work on my marriage. It was like 23 years, 24 years, and I shouldn't just throw it away and blah, blah, blah. But yet, you know, her marital things, you know, not to blast her, but he was, he was unfaithful so many times and then had like a secret life and like walked her through it. We're going to move her out. We were going to do all this stuff. And then never once did I ill talk of him. Cause I just kind of knew that she wasn't done with him. I got one secret lover. Yeah. And then, you know, Man. she went, he went, to, <clears throat> he went to rehab and then down there still together. And so like, good for her, but that's not me. And but the fact that she threw religion at me, knowing what my beliefs are and never, never like listening to me, kind of just making me listen to her. And so since it's, since not being in that situation, I saw that she needed me. She didn't want to be part of my, my, my life. She needed me because I was a stable person. I can make her laugh. I can take her out of her life that she had. I could help with the kids. I could do that. And it wasn't a want. It was, you know, I need you. You you don't necessarily have to be in my life. So. It was a one-way street. Exactly. So, And what do you think, like, when, you know, one of the things, too, is, like, what is one of your biggest hurts? Like, that's one of my biggest hurts. Like, the person I thought that was going to be there for me through this ditched me. Well, I lived in her hurts. parents' house. <laughs> My my biggest hurt was the breakup of the family. Yeah, just breaking the family up mm-hmm. and, and not being that entity. Mm-hmm. But once I got over that, it was pretty easy. You know, you, you know the entity's gone. There's two separate entities. They run parallel, mm-hmm. and you try to make the best of it. Mm-hmm. But once I let that go, well, a lot of my hurt, hurt was away. my kids' hurt. Like I absorbed my kids' hurt because I didn't want them to feel what yeah. I felt. But they got to go marriage, through it too. They got to go through it Or too. when my parents broke up or, you know, just any of those things that we had been through. Like, you know, we had gone through, we lost a child. He it was he had cancer. I lost both my parents. Like, you know, there's a lot of things that we dealt with. Like 9-11 was a big deal. Like, as a family. Yeah. As a family. And I honestly look back now and like we actually were living two different 
whole lives, and then we would we would come together occasionally <clears throat> because he traveled all over the world with his with his construction stuff that he was doing, and so like he'd be in Israel for months at a time, and then come home for like two weeks or a couple weeks, come back for a week, stuff like that. Then he was like in Africa, he was like all these places. So I literally was keeping the family together, but when it came when he came home, it was chaos. But I had to make everything perfect so that it wasn't chaos. So a lot of it was acting. It's a lot of work. And so I think that's what it was. I think I got tired. I When we got here and I wasn't I wasn't covering up the chaos and I could see it is when I was like, oh, wait, this isn't how this works. And then coming to, coming to find out the financials and why the financials were where they were and all the lying and all the, you know, betrayals that were happening and going like, I've been a fucking good person. I've been a good person. You know, like, and again, I. I I see my flaws. I see like maybe I should have had no fucks earlier yep. and been like, hey, you probably need you to take some meds play. for that. You can always play armchair quarterback and go back and look at. Yeah, because I don't want to blame him. I don't want to blame him for everything because I did have a great life until <clears throat> I realized that it was a facade. Yeah. You know, like I did the trips. I did, but a lot of times when we were doing that. It was like, oh, let's show everybody how great we are. Let's so, show everybody how wonderful it is. So do we thank them for... for do we me? forgive yeah, them? Yeah. So, so, so do we thank them, my ex, for letting me go, your ex? Yeah, for, yeah. And I, and I, after our that. last podcast, I really talked it like through. Like, and I had did talked, you forgive him? I did, I guess. What? I gave no what? fucks to forgive no fucks. him. I gave oh no fucks gosh. to forgive him. But it was more or less like I forgive myself for for allowing me to live as long as I did but I also forgive him for releasing me because now we're friends like we you know I can talk to him what's that like (laughs) it's so fabulous it's like an island and it's just like crazy and like sparkles not really but anyway um I have to talk him out of getting dogs for my kid like what okay anyway but you have to like I said I literally have given no fucks and able to have serenity, to have peace, to have this other happiness. stuff. Happiness. Happiness. And I was saying too, like, um, thank you to all the shit I've been through to make me the person I am, to be able to find my guy. Yes. Yes. You know, and like, there's there's a lot of times where now, like my daughter broke up with her boyfriend and like, you know, Lance's daughter hasn't, she has her first boyfriend and they're coming to me with things. And I want to be able to say like, Watch Lance and I. This is how it should be. But you, I also want them to see like, you're going to have a college breakup. You're going to have the hurt. You're going to have the, you may disappoint somebody and you may do this. And, you know, you may step over a line that you love this person so much, but you messed up. So like, you got to, you have to know yourself enough to be willing to find out what, hurts you will do with because there are some little hurts, you know, like, you know, I don't know. I can't think of one right now, but there's little hurts. Like, you know, Oh, I, I said I was going to be home at 10 and we were supposed to do something and I got home at five. Okay. That's a little hurt. But next time, don't tell me you're going to, ha- don't give me a time. Like you're going to be out. going to be out. I'm planning to be out, but don't plan something. And then be like, I, you were less important than the thing I was doing. So a little hurt. And then there's the big hurts, you know, I fucked up. Yep. So the, f- how many fucks up fucked ups are you willing to do? And then it's a pain. You know, you don't want to get, you don't want to pain the person you love over and over and again. Over and then yep. what's that's the saying too, like, <clears throat> you know, 
repeating the same bad thing is insanity. Like, let's not live in insanity. Let's find love and know what that means and learn from role models, which we didn't have. You know, you know they say that people are in your life for a reason and a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes that reason, what, 23 years? Yeah. I was 19 and a half. Yeah. And, you know, th- hey, thanks for the three great kids I have. Thanks for the fun times, but yeah. then you just move on. Well, and too, like, there's a lot, you know, my youngest is 10. And I probably... When going through all that, when he was born, we were happy, I thought, but there was some, there was some red flags then too, like, you know, just the extra nights out or the extra things out or the, the the credit card statement that's different, or this is bad. Or, you know, why did, why did I get a thing saying it was a withdrawal? Oh, well, I just transferred to a different account by accident. I wasn't thinking that he was moving money or whatever, you know? So it was like, there was a lot of things even before I moved here. And I'm like, you know, I got my son who keeps me young at heart. Um, and, you know, I got to, I, I wouldn't have been where I am now to find the happy that I'm in yeah. now. Cause I lived in New Jersey and now I'm in Colorado dating, you know, dating the love of my life and the, the best relationship I've ever had. And the person that gets me the most and the person that, you know, no matter how I'm feeling, he reads me. Even if I don't know him, and like he's like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "Uh, what?" Oh, so, so do you, you know. go through times where you actually question yourself and you say, "Do I deserve this?" All the time, yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's, Especially that's, that's because very common. I think yeah. because of all the trauma and the triggers and all that, like you almost feel like you don't deserve it. That will happen less and less. And you don't. You're not sure that you're dealing with it the way that you should because you're so used to covering up someone else's shit chaos yeah so i'm like wait there's there's no chaos right now do i create some and then do i push him away because i'm going to create some and then you're like "Ah," as as a woman we get in our heads and i'm sure men do too overthink or whatever and every now and then yeah and so like you know we have literally when we ask you a question we've already had seventy five thousand scenarios of what you're going to (laughs) say and how we're going to respond to it and if you don't say the right thing i'm going to be mad even though i already expect this comment or this thing. And, and that's part of the chaos. Yeah. yeah. And I, I have apologized for the women out there that we do this and we are sorry. It's just how we're made up. Too late. So your thing is chaos. My thing is drama. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the difference though? Just explain the difference. Well, it's, I think it's more chaos to, to women. chaos happens, right? Yeah. Drama happens too, but no, but drama is created. I think you literally are creating a, problem when there isn't chaos is you know my parents are sick then this person the dog is sick and then this one's sick and you know oh i have to go pick up this kid from school but i also work and you work but your job's more important than mine but you you should go but 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 the chaos is part of how you respond to it too Mm -hmm. so which which leads in the drama and that's that's a big thing for me too i'm always like it's not i've been through so many different traumatic experiences they are all generally the same and how you deal with each one. I usually cry, shut it, everybody out there. And then, okay. And then now what happens is I usually get teary. He's like, why are you crying? And I was like, I don't know. And then he like <laughs> gives me a couple scenarios and he's like, well, h- how are we going to, what, what do we need to, f- to, to work it out? Fix this. And so mine was always, I'm, I, my, defense mechanism is laughter. I will cry laugh 
in the most painful things. Ouch. And again, it's because I don't know how to respond. And I'm learning how to respond to different things. Not, not the way I used to. Like, if you piss me off and I start crying and then I get super silent and then I just get this same voice like this. Are you supposed to laugh after? Yeah, well, I generally, like, if I'm crying, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm crying. <laughs> like, like that. And then once I realize why I'm crying, if you've made me cry, and now, you, but you're the problem, and I just get this straight affect, and I talk like this. Show ass. You should run. Show ass. Run. Yeah, so, like, but, you know, a lot of it is just getting past my own insecurities of, like, being a good mate, because I thought I was a great mate. Okay, I'm tearing up now. I'm not but, crying. But, but everything was relative. And then, you know, and back, then. Back I, then, you were you were the best mate you could have been. Yeah. Like, like I was right survive, now. But I was a surviving mate. Yeah, but like, like right now, you're the best girlfriend you could be. Yeah. So when you're in the moment, that's, mm-hmm. when, that's when you have to handle that moment. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, and the other, well, the other part of it, too, is hurt. So when your new mate is having a hurt, right, mm-hmm. and you haven't dealt with that hurt, a lot of times it triggers a pain. And then, you know, you're both like, what? Like, so we can, I feel like in this, my relationship now, like if something happens with him, like say, you know, ex says something Mm -hmm. and you know, it's something that my ex has already said, I can always be like, you know, she shouldn't talk to you like that. Or, you know, he can say, why are you letting him talk to you like that? Where like, if you're new in it and you're new in a relationship and you don't know how each other deals with their hurt or deals with their pain or they haven't, they say they've gotten through it and then they haven't. Like, I'm like, I, yeah, I don't care what he does. But then yet I found out like he was doing some shady shit recently. And I was just like, do I tell his, tell his mate, my ex's new mate. And then I'm like, no. no. And then I'm like, well, then I feel bad for her because he's pulling the same shit he did with me. So I feel bad for her. I know. Cause that's the person I am. I'm just kind. Oh, See, this is why this is the problem. That's that's definitely a no fuck scenario. Yeah. And yeah. so but then the other thing is it now affects my son who lives there with them. And if they're having problems now, he's seeing relationships. Yes, and I get people disagree and argue and all that. But in my new life, again, like I've said it a thousand times, and I know it's crazy and I know you're all jealous, but we don't fight, we don't argue. Like he'll say something or I'll say something and we're just like, yeah, okay, right, whatever. <laughs> you know, like we kind of laugh it off and then we talk about it. And a lot of my last relationship, my ex, we didn't talk. He just yelled. Everybody cowered. We're like, oh, fuck, now what do we do? And then everybody apologized for his bad behavior. And that's why I think the forgiveness thing triggered me because I am no longer sorry for someone else's bullshit. And that comes with the hurt so many times and no one's willing to change for change their tone or yep. change their issues. Why should I have to put the effort into forgiving someone to heal? It's no effort. Well, it is. I feel I feel like there's, if you are forgiving no someone, you've thought about it enough to say, if, all if right, I give go, no fucks. I let it go. There's no effort. Go on with your life. Ooh, that's you. That is not me. My phone does not make that noise. Is that, that me? That's you. That's Armando. No, okay. Armando's calling. <laughs> uh, answer it. That's all right. Armando, we're on the podcast. Can you hear us? Uh, I just yelled into the mic. I know. Armando. I never call him back. Okay. Um, so, yeah, um, that's our missing um, Armando. Legs. It was legs, right? <laughs> Hips. Hips. Uh, close. See, I'm getting old. My memory's gone. 
Keep, keep talking. He's still, no, okay. So we're trying to hang up from Armando. But yeah, so a lot of that forgiveness piece for me is I do not feel like someone else's bad ha- behavior should be, should have any fucks in your life. So let's leave forgiveness for someone who actually is sorry. Like my little guy keeps saying he's sorry for like silly stuff. Like he dropped something out of the fridge. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You're mad. I'm like, you dropped some, like, why are you sorry? That is not a sorry. That's a, oh, my bad. You know, whereas I unintentionally scratched the side of your car, pulling out of the driveway. Oh my God, babe. I know you love your truck. I did not mean that. I'm so sorry. I hope you forgive me. And you don't have to forgive me, but I genuinely am sorry. Right? He doesn't have to forgive me for scratching his car. He could be upset or because other stuff. too much pain. He's looking at his scratching his car. His pain I know what I'm hurts. saying, but he doesn't have to forgive me, even though he's disappointed that I did that. See, I live life a little bit easier than that. Life is simple. I- I'm sorry for scratching your car. Let's move on. And he doesn't have to say, I forgive you. No. Exactly. And, that, no. and I think that's similar because yeah. a forgiveness to me is a genuine, I'm sorry, I hurt you. Not a just, oh, you know, I, you know. I give no fucks. I, I destroyed our marriage because I'm a tool. I love yeah. that word. I love that tool. Yeah. Tool word. Yeah. But yeah, so like forgiveness to me is no fucks because I feel like a forgiveness literally has to take time. You have to take time out of your day to say, Initially, I forgive you. So if you hurt, give no fucks, there's no time. I don't fucking care. So, so the hurt and pain elongate the mm-hmm. the the negative effects of forgiveness. Absolutely. Like you can't forgive because you're hurt and pain. Oh my gosh. Thank you for listening. That's it. Thank you for Dude, coming. This podcast is over. Yes, thank you. The end date is <laughs> So people out there start forgiving and then the pain and hurt. No, will but go so away. so what about okay, so let's go like newly divorced. Okay, fresh. Hot, fresh. Raw. Fresh, hot, raw. Yesterday, your wife says, I want a divorce. Damn. Hurt. Hurt. Pain. pain blame. Cry, blame. You go through it. You go you, through. Ev- yeah. Everybody's the blame. The dog's yeah. the blame. Yeah. Yeah. The dog shit on the carpet one too many times. Now, yeah. that's the problem. Now I'm divorced because the damn divorced. dog shit on the, the carpet. damn dog. Damn yeah. through. Damn dog hair yeah, everywhere. That's, that's, a, that's a time factor, too, man. That, yeah. That, that, that hate, pain, blame. I said, hey, damn. Yeah. Pain, Ooh, pain. This got violent. Blame, pain, blame, pain. They said, hey, no, the hurt. Hurts, lyric, the lyricist is wow. just adding verbiage. Hurts, like, what is happening? Hurt, pain, blame. <laughs> it gets elongated yeah. because you got to go through the you got to go through the process. And it and it takes time for your brain to process. Okay, it. so you being yeah. 11, 11 years in, how yes. long do you think like you when you acknowledged like all that was going away? Well, well it started she, to go away. Well, when she when she pulled the trick of the second time, yeah. that's when it started to domain for me. Mm. And the serial dating kind of helped. Yeah. Got my mind off it. Until your employees <laughs> were like, that's enough hey, for hey, you. Hey, hey, hey. You're welcome. Shh, Do not shh, date your patients. Shh. We're gonna get we're gonna get this through your head. We're gonna get this through your head. Oh, yeah. but, or, yeah, or we're just so, gonna make fun of you the whole time because that's yeah. fun too. But that's but you go through <laughs> that and then you end hopefully you end up on the other side, which is the good side for you to heal. Because 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 you, you know, it's kind of like like I tell you, you know, when the plane goes down, that the O2 mask come out. You got to put yours on first before you mm-hmm. put your kids on. So, so you got to fix yourself yeah. before you can handle your kids. And when did you realize that you had to fix yourself? Because I was like, I'm fine, I'm awesome, I'm great. I don't need no fixing. There's nothing wrong with me. Well, no, the, all the triggers of my oh, yeah. 
life started to come back in. And I was like, I'm not eating. I'm not sleeping. I'm not doing, you know, I'm taking care of, my, of myself enough to take care of my son when I have him. And then if, and then if I didn't have him and I wasn't doing anything, I slept. I just slept. I didn't care about nothing. I was just like, I'm good. Like, and, and not to the point where I, I wanted to die or anything like that. It's just the point where like, I feel like I, I felt like I was dead already. Like as a, I was just a shell of a person. Just going through the motions. Go, a- absolutely. And, you know, sometimes people would ask me to go out and like, you know, and I think back and like, I remember I went, but I don't remember what the hell happened. Like, I know we started here, we went here like this. And then like, we were home by nine o'clock because I was, someone was crying in the bathroom or, you know, and a lot of it was, <laughs> I, was I do a lot of crying apparently. And I know whatever. Not, not, not just you, huh? No, me and my too. friends. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, especially, especially when you're drinking and yeah. like, and your friend lives in walking distance to the bars that you would go to. So it was like, I just want to go cry. Okay. And then we continue to drink at her house or, you know, a lot of times it was just sitting too, like just sitting in your, in your chaos. To see, like, I, I remember just sitting one time, like, you know, and being like, uh, okay, today I have to take this many steps to get to my desk and this many steps to get to there. And then, you know, just going. So like, you just break it down. I literally, like, you know, once when they say one step at a time, like, you really have to do one step at a time. So now, okay, we've got to, you know, you're, okay, say you're a couple months in, you're divorced, it hurts less. When did you start, like, less blaming Cause like I blame myself still. Like I left. It's my fault. Because my kids will throw that at me too. Like you I left. Think that came out with with forgiveness when, yeah. uh, when I was at the bar no and fucks. I text her, and it's like, hey, I forgive you. So when you forgive them, you you also forgive yourself at the same time. So when you forgive yourself, then the that blame was an goes eye roll. Away. That was an eye roll. Yeah. I if know. you didn't see that. All right. That's all right. But you forgive yourself if and you her no at the fucks. same time. We have her, redefined forgiveness. Her and you at the same time. See, this is what happens and, when and someone has a great idea and the other person doesn't agree with it. Like I know, I but you asked me, though. I know, I did. I mean, I do have to let you talk sometimes, yeah. I've heard. I know. You know. Who's calling us now? Uncle Harold. Uncle Harold. Sorry, Does Uncle Harold know you're doing a podcast? I know. Uncle Harold. Put him on speaker. No. Uncle Harold. No. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, like, you know, I, I said it's still a lot of times, like a lot of times I'm like, I don't know why, because I'm in such a good place. Like why I blame myself for leaving. Cause I feel like people have always left me and to be the one leaving. I felt guilty because like, you know, it, this are, these are crazy things, but like in past relationships and like with my parents and stuff like that, I always felt like they left, like they checked out way before they should have mentally and then, of course, my parents passed away. So then they checked out because they couldn't deal with it anymore. Their, you know, addictions or whatever got them. And so it's like people leave me, you know, and people don't ever stick around when I need them, even with like siblings. Like yep. the first time I needed my sister when I went through a divorce, she wasn't there. So then you know what I did? Yep. Peace out because I'm not going to have you leave me. I'm going to leave you. I've got a question for you. Oh, this shit. This is a little different. This is going to be a good one. Oh, hell. That first kiss after being divorced or whatever. Yeah. Was it guilty kiss? I need this kiss. Oh, or- no. So mine's a really good story. And it was like almost psycho murder like stuff because <laughs> so like we all, okay, at work, you always have that one dad. Oh, my God, the hot dad. Sorry, babe. So there's this hot dad who I knew was going through divorce. 
And his kids were like, you know. Easy pickings. Easy pickings. <laughs> and I knew he was going through some shit. And like, you know, the one day his son was having a hard time because the parents were going to divorce, blah, 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 blah. So the end of that day, like, we were at the park. And so wait, wait, time, time. Yeah. Is that work product? I might be. I, I think don't that's know. work product. I don't know what the hell that don't, means. Don't ever give me shit again. <laughs> but go ahead. Oh, no, because the kid is actually my... My, the person I take care of. The dad is just a product of the and, person and I take care one, of. One person away. I, I, Listen, I think so that same. day, the kid was having a hard time, and so he came to my office saying he had a stomach ache, and so I got him to the counselor, and the counselor found out his stuff, and blah, blah, blah. And so I had my son that day, and we're like, let's just go to the park and hang out. you know. And so we're at the park, and they are at the this park. This is getting good. And I have this thing where people kind of just tell me stuff, even if I don't want to know it. And so we're sitting there, and the dad comes over, and I was like, you know, not thinking about like, you know, hot dad. And he's like, yeah, and you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what happened today with his son? And I was like, okay, whatever. And so we're talking. And he's like, we should get a drink sometime. And I'm like, yes, we should. <laughs> so, so, um, I think it was like two nights later. I Don't was like, you well, ever I have, give me shit again. Shut the hell up. It wasn't serial dating my kid parents things at school. No. Stop it. So, um, that actually like, Turn me off to the whole thing. So anyway, <laughs> this is a good but bad story. Okay. So anyway, um, so two days, I told, well, I have my son. You know, I don't have him this weekend. He's like, well, I don't have the kids. They're going to their grandparents, blah, blah, blah. So let's just go to the local brewery. We'll grab a drink and it'll be nothing. And we know everybody, blah, blah, blah. So we go. Well, apparently he decides he's going to smoke pot for the first time. <laughs> in like 20 some years and literally just tells me his whole life story him and his like his wife was in jail for beating him up because she like had a from fucking rage or something then he's crying then he gets drunk and I have to drive him basically home <laughs> and like you know before the whole drunk thing we were, he got me a drink and he came back and he like kissed me on the cheek and I was like cool okay yeah. that was the thing all right. And so then, like, you know, they were playing music, so we kind of danced, and then they gave me a kiss kiss. I was like, oh, you know, the little foot raised up a little bit. Like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. And then dumbass gets high and drunk at the same time. I didn't know that was possible, but apparently you can get really, really drunk when you're high. When you're high. He was, like, smoking one of those, like, little light-up pen thingies. So he, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. it looked like a vape thing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I haven't gotten high in, like, 25 years. I was like... Dude, like you're impaired, like you're stupid impaired. You know, at the time I was super, like I was super thin. I lost a lot of weight, so I had no like muscle. And this guy, you know, this guy's like you know 175 pounds. I'm not, and so I'm like I can't carry you. Like I can't pick you up. Like I literally. <laughs> so I'm trying to get him into my car because. He can't have his car. Well, I know the person that owns Damn. the brewery. I'm like, we're going to leave this oh car overnight. God. I'm not sure what's going to happen. So I drove him home and like he leaned in to give me a kiss. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not going to happen. So my dreams were shattered of the hot guy. They ended up selling their house and moving. Thank goodness. Well, COVID happened and they were cleaning out the school. So I had to go back as a nurse and like make sure things were sanitized and giving kids their things back that were sitting in the room for two weeks and blah, blah, blah. Well, mom is back from jail and apparently mom and dad got back together and read all of dad's text messages to me. <laughs> and she called, this shit up. she this called awesome. me a home wrecking whore in the middle of my work. At school. <laughs> and the principal's like, so what happened? I was like, 
here's what happened. And I was actually dating Lance <laughs> this time now. So this has been months, you know, that then it's, this is like November or something. See, and then Lance in January. Something like that. You got to be quick. Got to say thank you. No. And then like March happens. And then I'm like in a committed relationship. And some lady's trying to kill me who's just been in jail for beating up her husband. I'm like, I'm going to die. But I'm like, How do you make this she's up? got a broken foot. So I think I can take her. But Peep, people out there. Do not date people from your work. Don't ever. date people from your work. <laughs> Whether they're the children's parents or whatever. But yeah, bad experience, first kiss. But then like, you know, after that, I was like, okay, well, this is going to happen, blah, blah. Actually, that was really, I was actually, that's probably like August because I met, uh, you know, the relationship I had before Lance. So the kiss? It's like right after that. It was like. like, Yeah, I wasn't kissing people when I was going out and doing something. No. What? Cooties. Okay. You're right. Yes. Cooties. Cooties. Yes. I wasn't, you yeah, know, I wasn't, I wasn't. I kissing. was like fist bumping and elbow. No, there bumping. was definitely hugs and like kiss on a cheek or something like that. But like, I told you, I was visiting. Yeah. I wasn't dating. There I was, was like, no, I will visit you today because I have was, nothing else to do. There was a hump, half hump, no humps? No, 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 no. We ain't getting my no like vaginosis or my, we're my not getting. <laughs> I'm a school nurse. I don't know what you're getting. How, you're how not you, getting any herpes. How or, do you get vaginosis from humping? I don't. I'm saying we're not doing any of that stuff because you're gonna get something. I'm like, what's your what's your sexual panel? And then you know, so yeah. But there there was uh, you know early on there was some like you know, yeah there was a lot of like dancing, lots of dancing. Dancing. I love to dance. But like Peggy would take me out to these young club things. I was like, what is happening? And you got like the 20-somethings all like trying to like hit on you. I'm like, dude, I'm oh, I could be your mom. I could be your grandma. Knock it off. And that's okay. Hello. I wasn't into it at first. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, folks, we're gonna close this up. Any any parting words. I do have a younger boy, but only by like three months. Any any parting words for blame. Uh, pain, blame, pain, hurt, not hate, but hurt. I feel like when you're first in it, the you know, bl- you know, hate's going to be next, next week. Oh, good. Yeah. Cause I got a lot of that. A lot, a lot of hate. No, I think I worked through my hate with forgiveness because I hated her. And then I hated him for allowing her to be like that with me. Ex-mother-in-law. Okay. Back to pain. Pain. So pain was pain. because of someone else's actions. I now will no longer be able to live the life that I thought I was going to have. Like, you know what I thought was happy. Then it was pain was all the things that kept hitting me that I didn't know that I'm like, I'm so fucking stupid for not knowing this. Like, but you're not stupid. I, I feel you didn't know. <sighs> yeah. But, but you know what? I know your blame. Your blame is the chick with the boot on her foot. That's going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was, that's your blame, that taught baby. Me, like, that taught me dating experience. I, that's your blame because she blames you well, for home right wrecking. Because right after that, I literally started dating apps because I was just like, oh, God, nothing close to home, nothing. like Because I got on like a couple of breakfast things, a couple of lunch things. You know, I have a Saturday. I don't have anybody. Like, I'm going to go out to the bar and I'm going to talk to some stranger. Way to say your radius, 1,000 miles. Yes. No. Um, far, far away. Far, no. far away. But then it's so funny because like – Lance worked like literally five minutes from my my job, but anyway, um, that's almost like yeah, work so that's when I started get. dating us. I'm like, I can't work product again. Well, because it was so funny because I had a lot of moms going, "Well, did you know this one's dad is single? Or you should go to the country club. You should go here. You there should you go, go here. You go there. There. They're everywhere." And then I was like, "Wow, there's a lot of people that are single." And then it was like, "Yeah, no." 
Because I had one dad, and he was just like, you should come over and we should have drinks. And I was like, we should meet at the country club and have drinks. And then it was like, you should come listen to my me play guitar. And I was like, I got that. I was like, I'm going to be murdered. I need to go. And then the son was like the, like one of my favorite students. And I was just like, every time I saw him, the dad would come. I was like, oh, Hunter, you got to go. Bye, buddy. You got to go. Joey, you got to go that way because I, nope. <laughs> you know, like all this little so stuff. So you did but, this more than once. <laughs> well, this is what I was minute before I don't want to hear from you anymore. I don't want to hear from I was single a hot minute before I knew that I could date because I didn't think I was dateable. What's the difference between being single and not being able to date? You lost me. Oh, because I didn't think I was desirable. Okay, that's right. Remember? Yeah. Because I've been Everybody out there, when you go through a divorce, you're you're desirable, but you go through that thinking you're not desirable, but you are. Why would anybody like me because I left? Or why would anybody like me because I was in a crazy marriage? Or if they knew my ex, like, you know, and somebody dumped me. He's great. You know, he's so awesome. Blah, blah, blah. You you know, on the, in public. But, you know, so I feel like you go through different stages of blame, hate, well, not hate, blame, hurt. What are those words again? Blame, Blame, hurt, hurt, pain. Pain. And they just, it gets better over time with most things, and you just have to know that no matter what you're going through at what point, it will get better. Yep. And no matter how you're feeling, it's okay. Because, what number one, if we can do it, anybody can do oh it. Oh, God, if this crying heap of mess <laughs> can get and out of bed. And she tried to cry earlier, folks. I did. Just I wiped that shit YouTube, away because I don't want to hear video. I do not want anybody. So, I think uh, I was over here for half of it, so, so it's just like half so, of my face. So uh, Lance and Jeff, uh, she did cry, so. Jeff, are yeah. you the one who said that she didn't cry? Um, yeah. We got, we got, I got bad yep. words for you. Yep. All right, everybody. Healing and I'm real. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. All that good stuff. Any more words? I have lots of words, but you need I to know. hang up now. I know. Because right. I could keep going. Good night. And going. And going. Good night. Night. Bye.